This is the Squared Goal Podcast with Mark Morris and Jared Maruyama. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Squared Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Morris, and with me again, Mr. Jared Mariyama. Hello, Jared. Hello, Mark. Good to see you on so, okay. video. Uh, sorry to cut you off here. The yep. first, this happened to me like two, three years ago. Just happened to you yes. this week. This is very scary. We are on the... I don't know, the other side of this ordeal, sort of. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to see how you handled this little fire craze that we had, this fire scare. Yes, the Silverado I fire, I believe. Right? Yes. Yes. There was act- So what's even crazier, there's two pretty mm-hmm. big fires within, I'd say, like 15 miles of mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was, I don't know if you how closely you looked at like the maps and stuff. I think there was potential for them to like run into each other or like you know if depending on the winds and the direction that they took yeah they could have met yeah it did look like that it's hard to tell from those um, helicopter perspectives like how close it actually is but i mean you could see them in the same shot so it, mm, it did look um, not fun so i it's funny where both of us we live very close by to each other um and the evacuation area the map they sent out it went just around us. Did you notice that? Like it's so yeah. So <laughs> speaking of the map, so technically we are like I would say less than a mile away from each other. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe like maybe right a around mile. a mile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but you are technically in a different city than me. So right. like the maps that we were looking at, I'm like right, right on the border. Literally, yep. that street outside my neighborhood is the border between our two cities. Right, and. So the maps we're looking at was your city and the red zone ends right at our neighborhood. But that's (laughs) also the city line. So I'm like, okay, is it stopping there because we're in a safe zone or is it stopping there because this is just your city and they don't they're not sharing that like. Right. Um, the evacuation zones for the other cities. My fancy so, city's like, I don't oh we don't gosh. care about you guys. Yeah. You, know, you like, guys get your own evacuation stopped. map. <laughs> so I was like trying to I was freaking out trying to figure out where like if we really need to evacuate or not. I had all the stuff packed and ready to go oh, if you it did. came down to it. Oh good. But good. <clears throat> we ended up staying because <laughs> We became those assholes you see on TV shows like, oh, I'm not moving. We've lived mm-hmm. through this a dozen times. Yeah. So we already experienced this like two or three years ago and packed everything up like in a panic. Um, and then it was fine. So this time we were like right on the border. It was like, uh, I think we'll we'll wait it out this time. But you were in evacuation zone. You actually did have to leave. So right? I, we were never actually evacuated, which is crazy so i mean it never bumped down to my to my area here Mm -hmm. Uh, like literally across the street did evacuate or they were in the map yeah that that's what it freaks me out yeah well how do you draw that line and then to the right of me was evacuated Mm -hmm. uh which was strange too so that's when i got nervous because then it was like this little bubble of where i was (laughs) (laughs) they just don't care about us then my apartment complex they sent out an email saying we are evacuated and so i thought okay well maybe it's just 
Maybe the right. map's not updating. So I got my stuff together. I was kind of getting ready, waiting for it to happen. Um, mm-hmm. And so then I got, uh, I made a hotel reservation close by. And then um, as I'm driving to the hotel, the the apartment complex is, oh, just kidding. You guys weren't evacuated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fantastic. Man. I mean, so I'm like looking at it afterwards mm. it's probably always better to be safe than sorry yeah um so like you probably did the right thing but my thing is leaving. i don't want to get that 4 30 in the morning notification that you need to evacuate and you're just dead asleep and you don't know where to yeah. go now because it's just craziness i mean granted it's not like we're out in the middle of nowhere there's plenty of hotels around here to yeah to go to um but like even the hotel i went to which was way over by uh, the airport because I thought, well, I'm just going to clear. I'm going to get as far away as I, you know, right. relatively speaking. Uh, but it was busy when I went there, which I'm sure they were thrilled about. Do you about. think it was all like fire yeah. people or evacuees? Yeah, because um, yeah. I think nobody was staying there anyway, you know, like no one's traveling. Yeah. So um, that is the most action I've had in a long time. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's lobby. scary and Ugh. sad, but it's also a little bit exciting. <laughs> Ugh, everything's heightened now. I'm like, I'm wondering if this is the new normal of like, oh, look, there's a line at the lobby. I'm terrified. Like, maybe I should wait outside for a while or, you know, getting in the elevator. Uh, there are like two people or one family at a time. And just, well, yeah, that whole thing is, you know, there's always going to be some asshole that's like, oh, I don't care about mm-hmm. that. I'm just like barge in. And like, what do you do if you're the other person or you're in there? Yeah. Do you walk out. back out and then yes, go back in? I like, would. It's such a weird um, situation. And then that's the first time being in a hotel room. I'm like, uh-huh. is everything clean or like, I don't know. <laughs> so a lot of, lot of different things happening in this time of Corona. Um, mm. But yeah, everything was fine. We, we are actually pretty far from where the fire was. I mean, there was a, a lot of layers of houses between right. us. But that's how I was looking at it. I was like, man. I get that you've got to be safe and that fires travel really fast. And if you wait until it's pretty close, like you really don't have that much time. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking the same thing. It's like there's a hundreds, if not maybe even thousands of homes yeah. between where it is and and uh, our neighborhood. I mean, we were obviously but, at the very edge and I'm, you know, the, the yeah. asshole in me is like, Oh, there'll be a whole <laughs> horrific drama happening before we have to evacuate. <laughs> we'll have plenty of time by then. You know? I was thinking of it like, so you're pretty close to a target. I'm like, well, if I'm not worried about the target burning up in flames and like I should be fine or yeah. Jared should be fine. It did look the like target's not going to catch on fire. Target closed, though. I don't know if that whole center closed. Um, yeah, I, did close I, I drove around and I actually sent you a picture. They were like shutting down streets for a portion of the day. Oh, so right, right. I couldn't get into my neighborhood through the like the main street. I had to go like a back way. I was actually getting a little scared. I thought they may have shut off all of the roads to my neighborhood. I was like, oh, I can't even get in there yeah, to yeah. get the stuff to evacuate. The um, um, the other thing I was worried about was uh, in the other fire, they were um, turning off the power. And and that's oh, I was yeah, worried I about, about that, that happening too. too. And I'm like, well, I don't want to be in here if they're going to turn off the power. Or And uh, my place was extremely smoky, like inside at the height of it, because that wind yeah, was just terrible that day. I, w- I don't know if you... Uh, encountered any of this and then i'm not sure if it's like air ducts or just it's getting through the mm-hmm. 
the windows, but there was like little ashes, pieces of ash I could notice like in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, it could have also been like, you know, walking outside because it was in the air for so long that yeah. it gets on your clothes. And when you get back in, you I think shake it off in the house. The good and the bad of that wind was it, it kind of cleaned it out right away because we had right. a lot of smoke from the other fires earlier this uh, uh you know those other ones that had just happened far away and then drifted over here and we did have more of that orange sky and 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 like that but here yeah. because that wind was so bad it was just like today you can kind of still Ugh. smell it in the air but it didn't look hazy or um smoky outside today so do you get sensitive to that stuff i noticed my throat has been dry and my eyes have been dry too i think um, that's why i wanted to leave that one day because i'm like i don't want to <laughs> sleep in that you know like I didn't. yeah <laughs> so uh, but no i haven't been too bothered um by it. but i i have in the past so just depends mm. all right let's move on to funner funner things more fun than a fire evacuation <laughs> all right uh do you? I know you posted about this, and you are very excited. We have the Mandalorian season two coming up in just a few hours. When we're recording this, so, we're just a few hours away. I was just—I was going to ask you how and when do you plan on watching this? Is I'm sure you've seen the new feature they have where they have watch parties on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought we should do one, but I don't think I'm going to be watching this when you want to watch it. Oh. Are you going to do it at midnight? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think for this one, if we plan a party though, I would do it. I would wait for it. I mean, we could do it without, you know, me watching it twice. It's not that big of a deal, but no, it's a big deal to me. You I like it fresh. And, okay. Yeah. yeah as long as there. I know I'll, I, I can wait, uh, but this is because it's the first one. I'll, I'm very excited about it. So. <laughs> we'll do the next one. Watch this on your own. Yeah. Cause I actually was, so I watched the three episodes from season one last night. I'm going to do three tonight and then two into or the final ones into the the premiere episode mm. for season two so i will probably not be watching it till later tomorrow night mm. um so did you rewatch it once already fo- uh when they came out i watched every episode twice so oh, okay. i would watch it when it premiered and then i'd rewatch it before the next episode ah, that's good like so doing you your homework like a, yeah yeah I mean, they're pretty memorable and like even now I remember most of the beats and what happens in it. Uh, Mm -hmm. But it's always fun to rewatch, especially a Star Wars thing. The more you watch it, the more you pick up, obviously. So it's just fun to go back in there and sort of see things that you didn't pick up in the first few views. Yeah, I'm excited because like... I saw some spoiler thing, but I don't know if it was a spoiler thing for real <laughs> or a fake one. And so I was kind of oh, disappointed yeah. if I saw it. But I'm like, well, we'll see. Could but um, I'm excited to see where this like I think these first few episodes are going to be pretty consistent with what we had seen in the last uh, season. Mm-hmm. I think about halfway through the season is when they were starting to be aware of how big this thing was, you know, like. Yeah, but it was already like way completed. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just wondering if it changes anything, you know, Mm. like as we get further into it or... or The first season, they planted a lot of seeds. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious to see how they use those. Like, is it going to be like a long play where they don't even touch those those plot lines or characters until season three? Is like, you know what I mean? Yeah. going to be a really long payoff or are they making 
I don't know. Are they going to try and do something with that? Quicker? Did you watch the uh, previews already or no? Are you staying away from that? I saw I saw one, but I didn't do like a deep dive or like really watch it super closely. Mm, OK. All right. Well, we won't talk about that. I know you get very sensitive about <laughs> this. You know, it's so funny, though. I am so excited about this. Like this to me is more I am more excited about this than Rise of Skywalker. Like this to me, I'm just like, I have so much more anticipation and like, oh, it's going to be great and like that than I did. Ever. By the time we got to Rise of Skywalker, I'm like, all right, go for it. Go ahead and stink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, I mean, with this, so with Mandalorian, I'm very, I'm excited to see what they do with this, I don't know, the, the TV shows or series. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting, like you said, I think in last episode, that... They can do more in this format. Mm-hmm. You can go a little bit d- deeper into the character development. You get to know these characters better in a different way. So there's a different sort of payoff um, than but, in a, to yeah, our movie. For sure. I, I get that. There are, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, everything up until now has been films. So we know it can be right. It can be done. But um when you just look at the way Mandalorian feels compared to the, this feels like Star Wars and those other three films now mm-hmm. in contrast really don't feel like Star Wars to me. Um, yeah, I so see that. That's I think that's the main thing that is so rewarding about the show is like it feels in its heart like like um, especially original trilogy. It, it feels like that to me. Um, so that's why this is this is my Star Wars. <laughs> I so I will say I am excited, but I'm also holding my breath. It's like I don't, I don't know. I don't want to get too excited where I set these expect like super unreasonable expectations that I can only be let down by. Listen, Padawan, um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been around since the original. I've had my ups and downs. It doesn't matter anymore. Like uh, Star Wars I, is full of excitement and disappointment and everything in between. So I'm like. <laughs> I hate to admit it, but I am a little bit jaded. Like I, I was ex- more excited for like the prequels and even the this most recent Skywalker trilogy, or whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't know if it's like too much or there's been too much disappointment or what, but I am admittedly less excited for like each new thing whatever Mm. that is well what i'm just glad because mandalorian to me is a sign that they can get it right that it's not elusive that it's not just all nostalgia um that we can't ever get back that empire strikes back feeling um so to me i'm like okay yes there is a way to do it they're they're balancing like the old stuff with the new stuff you know in a good way that feels comfortable and not saying like hey forget everything you love about star wars because we're going to do new characters you know, I don't like mm-hmm. that approach at all. So this to me feels really good. Now, if the Mandalorian spins out of control and starts having like <laughs> this week's guest star is Luke Skywalker, you know, then mm. yeah, we have a problem. But um, I'm just hoping it sets I, the tone moving forward. So I wouldn't be upset if they did something like that, but it really made sense. Like, mm-hmm. don't just do something like that for the fan service or just to have some stupid forced appearance if it makes sense and really progresses the story or enhances a character or something yeah by all means that'd be really fun but i think most of the time they do stuff like that and it's just so obvious and out of place that it actually throws you out of the story instead of enhancing it like Mm -hmm. it should right 
But I mean, at least with this one, because of where it sits in the timeline, it still has ties to the original trilogy and stuff, which I like. Um, so it feels like th- there's enough remnants of the Empire to to sort yeah. of address it without saying like, that's what I hated about the new films was like, everything that happened was probably the interesting part of what happened between Jedi or uh, yeah, between Jedi and the, and force awakens. And then there's just all of a sudden this new version of the empire, like no explanation. (laughs) It's just the new version of the empire. So yeah, yeah, that's why this one makes sense because it's in this sort of aftermath time. And I like I like that. But Mm. anyway, I will talk about this all night. So (laughs) should we do, what did you watch? While we're on, I, I guess we can get into that. Okay, sure. You go uh, ahead and start that. I will. So obviously, I just said that I'm rewatching that, but we've talked about Mandalorian several times. I also, I think I told you this. I don't remember if it's on the podcast or not, but I'm rewatching all of the Marvel films as uh, well. Um, <laughs> and I this week uh, rewatched Captain America: The Winter Soldier, which is. One of my favorites of the the whole, I don't know, the Marvel superhero catalog. Does this hold um, up for you like Star Wars? Does this feel like something where you're like, I can watch this over and over again? Or do you watch it again and go like, So eh. this this one, I, I was kind of thinking about that as I'm watching it. And just like in the middle of the movie, I was like, oh my God, this is really good. Oh, uh, okay. And so... It, there's definitely movies within this Marvel. I think there's like 20, give or take. Yeah. Um, and there's definitely some some that are better and some that are worse than others. I thought it was closer them, to a thousand. No, it just feels <laughs> like that. Okay. They're they're getting they're working their way up to that. Um, All right. They but anyways, yeah, I watched this one. Was just like, oh my god, this is so good. I think if I space out viewings like maybe every other year or something, where mm. it's not super memorable and i don't remember exactly everything that happens in the order it it'll last a little bit longer Hmm. but yeah i was watching this and so i thought of you because you're such a weirdo with the marvel movies and i feel like you're you're like proud that you don't watch them no 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 no. i'm not one of those people (laughs) at all i am not one of those people at all but i was watching this like how could you not like this movie I know that you, I don't think you watched it, so I'm not saying that you don't I like did. it after a view. Oh, you did watch it. Yeah, I did. I did. How? But, it's it's not it's that so I like it to me. I always say, I. Uh, it's not that I think that these are bad movies, although Thor 3 or whatever, I don't know. Like oh, 2 and 3. Oh my God, love that one too. <laughs> um, it's not that. I just, it's, it's, I don't have a connection with these characters. And let me, I should be clear about this. I am not a huge superhero fan or comic book guy at all like i like batman that's it (laughs) like i'm not like oh i'm dc or anything like that i don't know anything about these characters and i only like batman because i like batman the animated series and that's why i know so much about that that world Um, but i've never i don't think i've ever read a batman comic book uh, other than the ones Mm. that were created for the animated series so i don't have a huge connection to any of these characters uh, any of these comic book characters and i started with iron man and i was like yeah it's fine i i didn't see that like <laughs> oh this is the beginning of the whole you know world and, and i yeah, don't think I don't, it felt that think, way until later yeah i don't think anybody knew that it was going to turn into this big thing i think they had plans to like you know make the avengers movie and have them all come together but just like you were saying with the Mandalorian, I don't think they you could even plan something like that until you see that it's relatively mm-hmm. successful. Right, right, um, right. 
But, so no, uh, I, I think it's great that, that these movies are huge and everything like that. Not at all. And in fact, I get a little jealous that I'm not tearing my <laughs> hair out over, you know, end game. Uh, like everyone's just going nuts for that. Um, but, um, well, so here's no, the, no. the other thing. Um, you said that you didn't have a bit, you don't have big ties to superheroes and stuff. There are probably more people into the Marvel movies than they were the comics and people that are only fans of the movies mm-hmm. and have zero ties to any comic book or previous iteration of these characters. But any, I mean, anyways, I was watching it and just, I was surprised that it, to me at least, it still is a good movie. Yeah. No, no, no. Like I liked uh, the first guardians of the galaxy, you know, um, I liked, um, well, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I see you do the wheels turning, trying to like, come on, Jared, think of one well, more. Well, because then I have one like, more. <laughs> I've watched them. I just, I don't have a, you know, like, a, I just don't get excited about them. I don't know. But again, not, you know, I'm not like that where I'm like, oh, Harry Potter. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, like, that's a There's, child's book, isn't it? You know, I'm not like that at so, all. So, you know, as you kind of do a deep, not a deep dive, but I did a deep dive because I'm rewatching these movies. Yeah. And I'm sure you're familiar with Kevin Feige being yeah. like the producer and the right. guy that kind of put this big Marvel universe together. Yes. Um, this blew my mind. He started with Iron Man like as the producer for this whole cinematic universe. He was like his early 30s or late 20s. Mm-hmm. This like behemoth of a company and brand and characters were like, okay, 20 or something year old kid handle it. I'm just like, yeah. how does a big brand like that? I don't know, put so much faith in this young person. And then obviously he just destroyed all expectations right. and is doing extremely well. But I mean, I can't even wrap my head around. You should feel lazy. Doing and, some, um, yes. Uh, I feel like, like Just so weird like yeah it's I not know. it's amazing so it's because not a, for someone that young to be making these kinds of decisions even if yes. not everything's going his way and we're sitting here going like should i do a pin uh, <laughs> i don't <laughs> yes. know it seems like a big risk you know oh. yeah it, it's blew me away i wasn't aware um of like how young he was when this whole thing started mm-hmm. but it, it's amazing i mean to me, I think that's what it takes is someone like that to because I, I think most older people would start thinking like, oh, this can't happen. You know, no one will do this. We can't get all those people in one film. They'll never agree to it. It's too expensive. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so you just need someone who's like, yeah, we got to, you know, we'll we'll do it like this and everyone will do it. And then, you know, that they believed him was another was a whole nother thing because yeah. they had like Marvel movies were kind of shaky at the beginning. Oh yeah. Uh I think Spider-Man was the only one that did okay and at that Sony. kind of Yeah. Yeah, and that let, lost steam with like each mm-hmm. sequel. And then there was the Fantastic 4 that everybody just talked about. Was there like on. three iterations yeah. of that movie? Like <laughs> There was one with Jessica Alba and then they did another one with uh Michael B Jordan yep. and yep. some other character but chris evans but, uh, was in the first one wasn't he he was yeah yeah see was the... continuity problems already we've got some <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's funny how then, like everyone's lightened up on that though like look how many batmans we've had and like you know alternate oh gosh, universes yeah. and stuff like it doesn't stick anymore 
Well, they're trying to do with the the Spider-Man animated movie uh, into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. So they're like kind of playing with the idea that, right. you know, the, it's all connected. Which I loved um, Spider-Verse, by the way. Like loved yeah. it. Like just was blown away by that in a way I did not imagine um, I would be. So so I'm not against gotta, all superheroes, but it's something <laughs> easier to take in when it's uh, animated. <laughs> Well, there is, I mean, there's uh, there's definitely a level of campiness that yes. goes to it. I know that the Christopher Nolan Batmans, they try to be a little bit more grounded and kind right. of gritty. Um, but you have to, obviously going into these things, you've got to accept the fact that it's super bright, weirdo costumes and like unbelievable feats and things that are happening. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, like everybody has a different look. I love Batman Returns. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, some people are like, it's just too goofy. You know, like <laughs> the penguin's so gross. But um, yeah, it's, it just depends on what you like. Because, um, you know, some kids grow up and they're like, Batman Forever is the best one. You're like, oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> I will admit that I loved the action figures for that. Or what was Was that the one with Arnold, Mr. Freeze? No, that was Batman and Robin. All right. What did you watch? So I watched Over the Moon. Uh, the oh, new animated I, I watched that Netflix. too. That was the other thing. You did watch it. Okay. Yes. Um, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I feel like I'm on par with your your sentiment here, but go on. Working in the industry that we do. <laughs> like, I know people that have worked on this film and, 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 you know, a lot of, there's a lot of excitement about it. Glenn Keane directed it and it's this kind of new approach to, you know, it's a, a co-production with a China and stuff. And um, a lot of interesting things about the making of this film. The film itself looks fantastic and it has um, a lot of nods to sort of old school Disney animation storytelling wise and stuff and uh, it looks great it looks i mean it's not like a it was done on the cheap or anything like that mm-hmm. uh, just there were things with the story that just like it felt like a lot of separate elements that were kind of interesting and pretty but it didn't come together as a whole for me in, in the end um mm-hmm. so you know it's easy to watch and everything but just like i was hoping for something a little more traditional and it felt this felt like um i don't want to be mean here but it felt like a dreamworks movie it didn't feel like a disney movie it didn't feel like a pixar movie either it felt like a dreamworks movie and i say that mainly because the 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 way they handled the goddess you know when when she Mm -hmm. got to the moon and i don't want to spoil it but i don't know if you maybe don't listen anymore because i think we're going to spoil it but when when you first meet her it's like this rock star performance you know like that to me felt very dreamworks um and just like oh this is the direction we're gonna (laughs) gonna go with this but um, yeah that was a bit silly i will agree to that and i just thought the whole world that they created for that thing was beautiful and interesting to look at and felt like a separate movie um Mm. and um yeah, I don't know. It was just that some interesting choices made. But uh, what did you think? What did you think before I get to <laughs> the I will into say detail? one of the bit like so a couple issues I had with the movie. I'm trying to think of it like chronologically so I can start yeah. early and then go in like progress through the story. I think the beginning like getting to the moon goddess was too long. Yeah. Okay. Um there's a character in here uh I mean I don't 
Just spoil it. We're going to spoil the... it anyway. Like it's okay. spoiled. So yeah. that's fine. I don't I don't really know if we need to go over the plot. Right, or not, right, right. But... No, 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 no. I don't so, think we have. So okay. He gets she, the main character gets a new stepbrother and then she goes on the moon with the stepbrother. So the stepbrother and the this moon pig character, mm-hmm. I for, Gobi, I think is his name. Yeah. To me, those were like the same character. Mm. And the fact that you get introduced to the moon character like halfway through the movie, it makes each of them uh, less dimensional. Mm-hmm. And you can't like I would have put both of them combined them into one mm. and then make you care more about that individual character would probably have to be the stepbrother because then the payoff at the end when they become best friends is more rewarding so i think like there's a lot of little examples where i think they didn't really flesh out the characters as well as they could have or should have where you don't really care about any of them Mm -hmm. that much um and then what you were saying with the moon goddess it's another thing like it was she's kind of supposed to be a villain but she doesn't really feel that way. So you're like kind of rooting against her, but then you have sympathy for her at the same time. So that was a little weird and confusing to me. I think the biggest issue I had was just with how they dealt with all these characters where you're kind of left confused. Am I supposed to be rooting for this character? Do I really care about this person? Um, And then in the end, you're just left with, okay, a bunch of things that happened on screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, <laughs> I know I Jared's, was... Jared's trying to be like really politi- politically correct and like not step on anybody's toes. Well, um, I mean, it's because it's easy to sit here and be like, eh, but I mean, yeah. you know, I don't want to do that because it, it's not, it's not like that bad or something like that. <laughs> it, it, it just feels like something made by committee to me where it's like, we need this. So plug this in and we need this. So plug this in and, um, you know, we need a cute rabbit side character, which is very cute. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, it's an interesting, I don't know. I, I just, I wanted it to kind of come together nicely. The fact that there was this gift that, that you know, we, we kind of get what that is, but we don't really know, you know, what she's talking about. And yeah, that wasn't like the driving factor for the girl, but it was for the, right. There's a lot of like, they don't flesh out a lot of these things. It's just, why was it in that mooncake anyway? Yeah. That was a weird thing too. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff that just happens and there's not a very good explanation. So I will say though, like the end scene when, when the goddess is, uh, rejoined with the the prince or the guy uh, the the thing that was very nice like it again it felt like a completely different story and i thought the movie was going to be more like that like sentimental and well it didn't know. look so otherworldly with this the space world is very strange like it reminded mm-hmm. me of trolls you know like just like psychedelic and and, yeah. and crazy and nuts and it and everything and you know i like cute things so those little cute mooncakes were cute and stuff but like it just kind of kept coming at you. I'm like, oh, I don't I have no idea where this is going anymore. But um, so to me, like by the time you get to the end, it didn't sort of like feel like, oh, this is where we were heading. Like, like this is the, you know, the satisfactory ending. So, but again, I, it's easy to watch. Um, uh, Pretty quick watch. Too. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and there's some very nice character work, beautiful uh, character designs and things like that. So nothing like, 
shockingly wrong with it. It just the story wise, I think for me is where it um, fell a little flat. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but then I start looking at it and I start thinking that it's the rare animated film that I love. It's not like I love everything because it's animated. So it's not like you know. I mean, if we started ticking off all the other movies, I'd be like, well, <laughs> you know, about about everything. But I tend to not. Uh, I did. I know it was very, very brief, um, but they did have one scene that was traditionally animated in early on in the movie. Mm. I thought that was it was just a nice with the scarf with it. Yeah. Yeah. um, Then it felt very Glenn Keane. That felt very. I was just going to say that it totally felt like um, his style of animation. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they uh, like all animated films, they love to kill off a parent. Yeah, the beginning of the movie felt very uh, reminiscent of Up, Up's intro. The first yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I five think, minutes. Yeah. But yeah. um, yeah, I wish they could. And it kept, I kept thinking of even when I heard the synopsis for this, I was thinking of the short, that other one. What was it called? The the short where the girl becomes an astronaut. You know, it's the same. Oh, over the moon, or no, that was this one. Um, the, yeah. I know what you're talking about, though. Well, oh I, why gosh. can't I think of it? One one small step, I think. One small step. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So to me, I think I was thinking in those terms. Not that I was comparing them, but I was I, too. I was thinking more in that kind of emotional vein of it, right? Right. Like, like it was going to. That's be what like I was. It, yeah, I was expecting that and almost like hoping for that. But then, you know, yeah, thinking about what you said, it did feel kind of like DreamWorks type of movie where it's more about the flashiness and mm. the characters and kind of unexpected singing, I guess. Cause I think yeah. that one small step, you know, achieves a lot of emotion in that smaller format mm-hmm. than this whole movie did. So I think I was looking right. more for something like that. And it is sort of a similar setup. Very similar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought the, it was, yeah, I, we don't need to <laughs> keep talking about <laughs> this one, but yeah, I thought I was thinking there was a lot of similarities with that one too. Okay. Oh, did you watch anything else? That's all I got for watch. Uh, British Bake Off Holiday Edition. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop. I can't stop. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Have you caught up to the recent ones? Yeah, so I did catch up, and that's why I stopped. And I'm going to let this one kind of build up a few episodes. So you can binge that last And then I'm going to – so I'm watching all the specials and, and everything. And, uh, yeah, wanting to eat cake every day. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> – that's so weird. Like, I get that sentiment or that idea like, oh, I see all this stuff and I want to eat. I don't have that really. Well, cookies. You have a cookie problem. I have. A, okay. We were just talking about this. So we'll just transfer over into the eat category. Here. Okay. Um, I like I've talked about this. I, I had to have said it on this podcast before. Yes. But I legit have a cookie problem where and I'm not exaggerating. If it is in front of me, I will eat all of the cookies in front of me until it's like a dog you will eat until your stomach bursts i will eat them until like i am so uncomfortable i can't put any more in my mouth so do you do weird things where you're like okay you close up the package you put it in the shop cupboard and you're okay that's i had two tonight and that's so, it. and then you keep going back like i okay this yeah. is it <laughs> so with i just so we talked about this or you shared it on um our I don't know. We need to come up with a name the for live. this IG, a yeah. live thing that we do. Um, but right before we went live, I dropped off some of the cookies to you. But so I made these pumpkin oatmeal chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. And I right after I took them out, I 
put a batch over that's going to go to my mom. I made Aww. a batch that's going to go over to Jared. And then basically the rest went into my stomach. <laughs> but if I didn't like pre like set those aside for yeah. my, you yeah. and my mom, I probably would have ate through all of them. So I probably had like a dozen myself. Um, and all what in one sitting oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> oh how long did it take you probably yeah. 10 minutes <laughs> oh my god well they weren't big cookies but still yeah i mean are you like that with just um specific like homemade cookies as so, opposed to a no, package of oreos if obviously if i don't like the cookie i'm not gonna like eat a cookie that i hate right but right, if right. it's if it's good or even tolerable i will I have problems <laughs> like mm. it'll just whatever is in front of me. So what are you I experimental? Do, like if you go to a bakery, you're like, well, I'll try all of these because they're all cookies and I like cookies. Yes. But with a caveat, I do not like fruit in my cookies. Right. Right. So no cranberries, no, no, no cranberries, raisins, no raisins, raisins, whatever other, everything. Yeah. Whatever other weird things you want to put in there, not into it. Um, I'm sure that there are cookies out there that I don't like, but I mean, do you have a gold parts. standard? Is there a weird cookie from your past where you're like, oh, my mom made this one and I think about it all the time? And <laughs> no, 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 nothing like that. Not, nothing. I mean, I do, I love being experimental and like being weird with cookies and stuff. So even like if, as if pumpkin, oatmeal, chocolate chip wasn't enough, I don't know if you noticed this, but I put a, a little mini Reese's in a lot of the the cookies um mine had one i think because i saw it in your picture and then mm. i'm like hey mine doesn't have the reset i think i had one of those <laughs> so i had some of them i made it with like i just put poked it in the top and then other ones i put it and it was like baked in the cookie mm. um or a few but yeah i like to they were very good. Uh, I finished them off when I was at the hotel uh, on my evacuation <laughs> <laughs> my evacuation nervous eating. I just like threw a bunch of food in a bag and brought it with me because I'm like, I don't want to go out and like try to find stuff. And I don't know, does uh, Uber in those places, do they deliver to hotels? I've uh, never yes. done it. Oh, okay. Yes, they do. Because I, when I did the work uh, where you used to live. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Um, and I, was, I did a ton of uh, Uber Eats and DoorDash or mm. Postmates. Okay. Well, um, I could have yeah. done that. I, I think, guess. so you could, you I don't know how it works now. I don't think they go to your room, but you would have to say like, I'll meet you in the lobby or oh. something. Okay. That makes sense. Especially after a certain hour. Cause a lot of hotels, you know, you have to have a car right. to access the elevator. Yeah. 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 Uh, Cause I was walking down the hall. I'd see like all, you know how people just throw their shit out on the hallway. <laughs> such a, I, that drives me crazy. That's it's such so a rude thing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, at worst, like, I will take it down to like where the ice machine is and throw it away. <laughs> yes. I was just going to say like, unless you order room service, because right, right. The, you have the tray, but even then, like I try and make it as neat as possible because I just feel bad. Like, it's one thing to pick up a tray. It's another thing to just pick up a pile of trash. Someone else's I know. trash. I know. And there's so much of it. It's like you could just see the sad party that happened in there. Like, you know, it's like McDonald's <laughs> and a pizza box and an empty bottle of something. And Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, but yeah, I love. So, I mean, you know, I'm a I like to be I'm an experimental eater in general. So I will try almost any type of food at least once um but the doe and arrow where we had mm -hmm. the 
cute couples and we have a nice relationship with the owner there. I that is that's a fun cookie place to go to because they always have weird flavors and like they get really experimental with the cookies that they do offer. So that's a fun one to go to. Mm. Speaking of, I have not been there for a while. I might need to make a visit back to Doe and Arrow. Uh, last, I think I got them for your birthday or something like that. Or so, it was around they, some, I yeah. remember because I ordered them to be I think delivered. It was. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, yeah, something like that. Um, good. What good. did you eat? Are, is I, that what you're going to say you ate? No. You something else. I ate, let's see. I ate your popcorn. That's what I was going to say. That maple popcorn Ooh. from Trader Joe's. Okay. I'm dying to hear your thoughts on this. Probably the best flavored popcorn that i've had because they really yes they coat it really well like oh every piece God. feels like Love. there's something on it whereas like the uh, skinny pop which i know is a different kind of thing and the smart right. food it just always tastes like popcorn with just the lightest touch of flavor um, yeah and so like I, I couldn't sit through a bag of the maple but i could have like a small bowl or something where it doesn't get boring. Yeah. Like if I were in the movie though, I'd kill, I'd kill a bat. I could easily <laughs> kill a bat. It's, it's not like, it's not overwhelming. It's very sweet, uh, but it's not overwhelmingly sweet. Like the, the caramel corns, you know? Yeah. No, it's that, like, it's, it's that just like a kettle corn super, thing. It's that yeah. salty sweet thing. That's uh, to dangerous. me, it tastes like a, a t- like if I were to say that this is pancake flavored, I would I would go with it. Yeah. But it is definitely, it's just the syrup part of it. But there's a, everything's, it's very um, crisp, which is what I like. Yes. It's like there's no stale bits. I love, I love this popcorn so much. I told you last episode, I bought a dozen from Trader Joe's. Next time I go, if they still have any in stock, because this is a seasonal item, I will probably buy another cart full. We'll split a case. (laughs) And I'll give (laughs) I'll bring some over to you. I had a gingerbread skinny pop, which I just posted on my Instagram. Um, it's okay. Like the flavor is there, but it always feels like a dusting of something. Like it doesn't taste like the popcorn. I would, yeah, I have actually sounds pretty decent. I would be into uh, gingerbread flavored popcorn. That sounds like it could be fun. I got it at Sprouts. If I go back, they had some other flavors. Like they had like candy cane and stuff. I was like, eh. That's a little too gimmicky. Yeah, like, so I don't know. It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> but um, I did have that. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I haven't eaten anything else that strange or interesting. <laughs> All right. Um, what about? Oh, I had the funfetti uh, cereal. That's what I had. Funfetti oh, cereal. you gave me that. I haven't. And I did. I haven't tried box. it yet. It's probably but... a new favorite cereal. Not since Pink Donut cereal mm. have I been so excited about a new. I cereal. actually my like most recent kind of new favorite cereal was the Captain Crunch donut cereal. Mm, I loved that one. That one was so good. Yeah, because they kind of changed it up for that one, at least. It's Mm -hmm. not just like a color change or something like this. But this Funfetti is exactly what you think it is. It's a pretty plain cereal, actually. Um, But I just like that very vanilla-y taste of it. And so, yeah, it's a good one. I would highly recommend that one if you like those kind of cereals. Uh, that's all I got. That's my food thing. You got to you got to try the cereal though. Yeah, I will for sure. It's a big ass um, box. <laughs> <laughs> the okay, so for do, I think this is one that we can share. I actually so I printed these variants for you, mm. but if you weren't already aware, Jared had uh, another show at Gallery 1988, Cute Squared, the first batch of prints 
Um, I think are already almost sold out with the exception of maybe one or There's two, two leftovers. prints available, a total of like nine prints total, I think. <laughs> what are the last, the remaining two designs? Why do you want me to do that? Do you want to say like, <laughs> these are the losers? Of no. The the, so they know which ones they can still go get. So the horror one is still available, horribly cute with all the little scary guys. Um, and two Popeye images as we are recording Ooh. this were left. So, um, yeah, so that's great. Like, I'm glad that we sold out of just about everything. That's, um, yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, the, the quantities were low, which I like. Um, and so for these variants, we did bump up the number quite a bit so that these could hang around for a bit and it's open mm -hmm. edition. Um, and the gallery told me they were posting them on Wednesday. They went and posted them on Tuesday. So there was a little that's fun confusion, <laughs> but I wasn't too stressed because I knew we had a lot of them and it wasn't going to be uh, tight right. like that. But, um, some of them are getting down there in numbers already. And I don't know if we're going to replenish right away. So if you are, interested, I had, uh, I did want to ask you about this. So I, I know we've like gone on gone off on such a crazy tangent from originally supposed to be a design podcast and now it's just anything but Quarantine, yeah but once we get once i see an opportunity i want to take advantage of it so this is something that running an online shop and mm. producing merch before i always struggled with this um but coming up with addition numbers for a print or a product or something i know with the first batch of prints for the show, we did sell, or you did sell out almost all of them, uh, which is great. Mm -hmm. But how do you come up with an addition size and number for these things? Do you um, have like a strategy or something? No, I mean, so here's the thing. <laughs> like, I mean, because we've talked about it. we've we the, yeah. the previous show we did, we talked this through, and there's just no there's no way to predict what's going to go crazy. Sometimes a little bit. You can sometimes get at, a sense. At of this something. point, it's safe to say that McDonald's and cereal—they're uh, good. You're, those are good for you. Uh, like, and every show you've done one of those, and those seem to go pretty quick. So that's what I was saying. Like, we did the exact same thing for the last show. A very mm -hmm. different response this time. And I don't right. know if we hit a sweet spot with the pricing and the size and the you know and it's quarantine and I don't know. I, I don't know what the difference was. <laughs> But these things went incredibly fast, which is great. I'm, I'm very happy that they did. But it went so fast that it was frustrating for some people. And that's, you know, you don't want to do that. Now, the gallery really didn't want to do that. I was fine with it. <laughs> Not frustrating people, but I'm like, it's nice to make right. it special. It's nice to make it that if you really want these things, it's not like there's a million of them. Um, and you know, these shows really, for me personally, aren't huge money makers because I'm not selling paintings like a lot of these gallery mm -hmm. artists do where they make a lot of money on them. So I'm like, Oh, let's just keep it low. So we sell through our stock and then people have like something that not everybody has. And, um, that kind of adds to the, the value of it, I think. But, um, right. I, I, and I also don't like going through and picking and choosing say, well, we'll do 10 of these and 50 of these and four yeah. of these. And, um, you know, I did a little bit of that this time and I think we did it correctly. <laughs> yeah. You seem to have picked like the numbers fluctuated for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, but the ones that you did a little bit less or a little bit more of, it seemed to be yeah. like almost a perfect number, I'd say. So that's just a guess. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I think it's better just to kind of go with your gut on them and just, and just see what, what happens. It's too hard to, 
to predict. Like last time, we we tried to predict. Um, we didn't change the numbers, but we were we were just uh, guessing at what would be the first, you know the biggest sellers and stuff. And you just you never know. So yeah, that's why I'm on tough. like the phone, not on the phone. I'm on like the chat with you as it's happening. Like, oh, it sold out. Oh, this one sold out. <laughs> well, that yeah. one's that's so exciting, especially when it's like minutes after the release. That's that's gotta feel really good. Yeah. No, I was I was pleased. By the end of the weekend, most of it was gone and. That's what you want. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would might maybe up it for a future show when that time comes. But eh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, staying on the printing theme, I showed you this before we recorded. But I'll bring it up again. Hooray. I, and I actually talked about this on our last episode very, very briefly. But I designed my own Halloween decorations. This is one of the perks of having access to all of this fancy printing equipment Mm. i created a people always get all weird about this but frankenstein's monster i did an illustration (laughs) of um and i printed it on foam core so he is sturdy and can stand upright on his own but the idea here i'm trying to play and like be safe or uh what do you call it like aware of people want yeah yeah cautious and you know everybody has different opinions and feelings about social distancing and whether or not trick-or-treating is going to be safe so i wanted to design a trick-or-treating experience that Mm -hmm. is aware of social distancing and safe for people to participate in so i'm going to try and describe this as best i can please help me if this makes no sense at all My front door to the house um, is under a balcony that is attached to our master bedroom. So if you go out the sliding balcony, it's overlooking our front door. So the idea is I have this Frankenstein character, again, cut out of foam core, that I will, I have designed to hold a bowl. I'm going to have Frankenstein at the bottom of the stairs leading up to our front door and there's going to be a a chute or a ramp that goes from our balcony down to Frankenstein and out his mouth. So I will drop candy from the balcony down this chute and he's going to essentially barf your candy into a bowl that he will be holding. So is this um going down to the to the front door area or further down the It'll steps? be on the stairs. So, so you have an unusually f- high yeah. front door. Like there's several like little switchback things to go up to your your front door. Yeah. So, it's very so our high front door there. is technically on the second like we live in a three story house. The front door is on the second story. So yeah. to get to the front door you have to go up a small little staircase. So the balcony is on the third, and there's going to be a chute down to the staircase where Frankenstein will be. But have you planned this out for the the logistics of how this candy is going to fly out? So that's the problem I have. The getting the candy down is no problem, but it is extremely steep. Yes. So this is going to go very fast. I have the ramp or the, I don't know what you call it, the ramp, the chute, whatever. It's already done, but I don't know how to slow it down because this is a very steep incline. And if I have it going directly out of the mouth, it's either going to break Frankenstein because there's so much force and speed Ah. um, that when it comes down, it'll just break his arms or like bust his head off or something. 
What are you um, using for the ramp though? Is it a tube? It's. Uh, I thought about doing that because I have so many leftover tubes from buying posters online and stuff. Yeah. I was going to tape a bunch of tubes together, uh, but I actually have, and that's still an option, but I have basically really long foam core that I just bent in half into a V shape. Uh, like a trough. So it's going to, yeah, it's going to go straight from the balcony down. Uh, but yeah, the so now the issue is how do I either slow down <laughs> the speed before it gets to the candy bowl that Frankenstein is holding mm. or create some sort of a, a catch system before it gets to his mouth. Uh, I, either way, I don't know. That part is yet to be determined. I've got two days to figure that out. Uh, but I am, I'm optimistic. I feel like worst case scenario, I will just omit him holding the, the, uh, the bowl and tell kids to like hold their, the trick-or-treating bag in front of his mouth. You could have just done it from your front door. And just thrown candy no, at No, just the from the front door down <laughs> to the lower level steps. So you don't have to have such it a is, high, you know. I mean, I could still do it that way. Yeah. It's, but it's still very steep. Like, because the distance lengthwise from where it is would almost be, like, we're almost on top of the drop point. So it would just be, like, almost straight down. From the balcony um, or from the front yeah. door? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm saying like go yeah. from your front door. Oh, but then I feel like it wouldn't be steep enough to make it down. <laughs> yes, it would. So. <laughs> it would for sure. It's very cute. The Frankenstein's cute. You'll have to post some pictures of this uh, when you do it. I will yeah. definitely come by on Halloween to see it. Come you, trick or treating. to have kids? Um, So it's a toss up. Previous years, we probably got to cut like maybe, I don't know, 15 to 20 Mm. sugar treaters i know this year is obviously dramatically different than last so i don't know how people feel about that but having assuming that this all goes well and i figure out a solution to this candy drop mm -hmm. um, my thought is that this will be so much fun that kids will either return to it or parents will go tell other parents or kids will tell other kids like oh this is really cool house that has this thing for the trick-or-treating. So you're I don't just going to scream at them from the doorbell rings and you're just upstairs at the wind at the balcony? Oh, no. Or? I'll be... So I'll be on the balcony. I'm thinking like five to eight. I'll just hang out on the balcony uh, so I can see the kids coming. coming out, yeah. And, yeah. Um, but, and yeah. they get it's, whacked uh, in the face with candy. <laughs> shooting out the, of the mouth. The whole concept to me, it's like we're doing only one thing at a time, so... The, the amount of hands touching each bag or piece of candy will be limited to just me dropping it down into the bucket and then the kids just pick up the one piece or the, the bag. I'm thinking I'm going to put like a group of candy in a bag and you get like a little bag of candy. Mm. So each kid will just, you know, there's one piece in at a time. So there's not a lot of interaction and rustling through pieces of candy. So the amount of touching is limited. Yeah. Um, and it's like one transaction per kid and then on top of that i mean even if this was a non-pandemic time to me this is such a fun experience which is yeah. what i really want to do so to me like this is this touches everything that i want to do with squared co and like show showcases our capabilities with the printing 
and the design and the illustration. So it's like a win, 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 win all around. Well, you better take some good pictures of it and everything and maybe some video or something. Oh, to show. I'm going to use you as our as our hot model for the, the video portion of this. You're going to be um, our hot trick or treater. I'm sending you very a slutty. Expensive. A slutty Batman outfit. Ah, that's got to be Disney. It's going to be like Mickey ears and no shirt. Nothing else. <laughs> yeah, and red. Shorts. Oh no, it'll be it'll be red a literal shorts. Mickey costume. So you just get the shorts and the ears. Yeah, and, and then, yellow uh, shoes. Oversized buttons, you know, right there. And mm. yeah, that'd be cute. That'd be cute. Um, that's great. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. I'm excited. I can't quite picture i've seen the pieces but i can't quite picture it's how so the come thing together. that is like really complicated is the shoot that is a yes. part that like i'm a little nervous about because it, it like in theory it'll get from the balcony to his mouth but i don't know there's potential for it to slide off of the ramp that's why i thought you'd get like a big like a, you know like air conditioning <laughs> unit tube <laughs> or something like that or or like you know the, the uh, tubing the, the they post- put underground the poster tubes still is a possibility, but those aren't um, long enough. Like you need something. That's I know, sort of but bendy. I have I have like a whole box of them, so I, there's enough to get it. I just have to tape them tube to tube. Next year, I think you should do the uh, alien head, and then uh, the mouth opens. You know, the little head comes out. <laughs> I mean, so I'm hoping that this works, and I can get some decent video or photos of this um and then knowing me and you know me too like I, I will just want to outdo myself so christmas is right around the corner i'm sure i'm gonna have some stupid crazy over the top idea for that and if not halloween next year i'm gonna definitely want to one-up myself so this is probably the beginning of a dangerous trend for me. <laughs> Good. Well, it's what you do. So, yeah, might as well have fun with it and get a portfolio piece out of it or something. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's been a lot of fun. Um, and like I said, at least Frankenstein, the character looks great so far. It's just the logistics of the tube that mm. I have to worry about now. Interesting. Very exciting. Well, very cool. We'll have to show it on the next uh, to talk about how it went on the next episode then. Yes. I I don't know if I'm going to even get kids here. I'm kind of hoping not. I might not. I don't think you you are. Yeah. I mean, I used to live in an apartment complex very similar to yours. And when we were there for two years, zero, both years. Yeah. Not, I don't know if it's like. Literally not one. Better this year. So there's a the, the community right next to me and they're kind of attached. Um, there's a mm-hmm. lot of kids over there. Um, I don't think so much in mine, which is why I picked this community. Um, <laughs> A lot of kids over on that other side. So I'm wondering if maybe they're going to, I don't know. I, don't, I can't tell if people are just uh, too afraid or if they're going to stay closer to home or, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I have no idea. But I'm not friendly with any of them. So it's not like they'll be coming by to visit or something like that. So yeah, um, I did buy some candy just in case. So that, I guess I could give out like those little boxes of cereal we have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, okay. I'm glad you brought that up. They have... Um, or we threw this out onto Instagram. I'm trying to talk slower so I can pull up my Instagram here. Okay. Um, we asked if people had questions. I wanted to share this one I thought was fun. What will be the mascot for a Squared Core cereal brand and what's the flavor going to be? So we actually already made a Squared Core cereal. We did. I gave, I gave Jared, I designed this little mini yeah. cereal box 
Um, playing off of an early character from the Squared Co. podcast, Shorts Guy, we have our Shorts Guy serial that I think we both posted at some point. If you go into Squared Co., because I post way less frequently than Jared, yes. you can scroll down and find the Shorts Guy serial uh, box that I designed for Jared's birthday Was that present one year. Last year? Gosh. No. I think it, it was before years? you moved. It was before well, yeah, you moved. Whatever was the year, year was, was before year, was it last year? I, I don't think it know. was last year. Too yeah. hard to keep track of all that. I know. It's amazing how the time goes by. What I think we should call it Squaredos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, if you really want to answer the question, okay, we'll call it Squaredos, but what flavor would it be? Um, cookie flavor. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was going to say, so. Confetti cookie. I, <laughs> yeah okay that makes more sense then it gets a little bit of both of us that's into right. that's right. the the flavoring here did you get any questions there's no, a couple I, I that don't think they could input on mine though yeah which I, I think have just they created just it, pushed it over to me i got a couple others that are ridiculous so i'm not even going to share them uh, they, i can like what are they like why are they ridiculous can you say why they're okay I, i'll just say i actually got a question then. from our good friend miguel but i'll ask you later we are pretend friends asks Uh-oh. who do you like better anna or daniel oh gosh that's easy yeah see <laughs> they're kids. so okay I, that, that's so funny that's what i responded to them uh i messaged them saying that too yeah but i think the safe answer here would be anna wow you can't get in trouble with oh. that one <laughs> The answer is neither. They're both terrible people. <laughs> Sorry, Daniel. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a package deal and they're both awful people. So there you go. That's our, that's our answer. Okay, one more, one more question we have I'll here. post it on mine next time, see if we get some questions. Okay. Uh, do either of you ever oh. hate your work? I, uh, let me, hold on, let me try this again. Do either of you ever hate your work? I feel like I eventually despise all of my artwork. Well, that's sad. But <laughs> uh, I will say yes. I'd almost a hundred percent of like every project I do at some point, usually immediately after, I like just don't want to look at it and need it to go far away from me. Hmm. Usually, if it's so, if it is something good, it'll come back around, and then mm. I'm like, oh yeah, that actually wasn't bad. Or if I'm scrolling through past projects, I'll see something like, oh, I'm actually really proud of this one. Yeah, I think um, like because I spend so much time and my medium is so time consuming, I'm just forced to look at this thing for so long that by the time I finish it, I just want it to like I need to distance myself from it. Mm. Um, Fortunately, my work is perfect and uh, (laughs) I love all of it. So here's what I'd say. That kind of question, I understand that question, and it is yeah. uh, it is a wrong question to ask. You should not hate your work. That is not about your work. That is about how you feel about what you do and your work, but it's not about your work. If you really hated your work and thought it was that bad, then you're in the wrong field. Then don't, don't do it because you shouldn't feel that way about it. Now, <laughs> when I do work i um there are parts of every piece that i like and there are parts of every piece that i despise and there are parts of every piece where i'm like i got lazy and i just faked it out there and i (laughs) i put that hand behind their back because i didn't want to draw that hand that way um 
things like that. And that's all that I see. So I see it as a very sort of like, well, that looks good over here. This looks okay. And I ran out of time over here, things like that. But no, I don't, I would not say I hate my work. Um, uh, yeah. You need to get to a point where that's not, that's not, I'll say case. it for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't hate your work. That's, no, that's there's right. usually that's so a certain like, right. self-consciousness about your work. That's what's coming through. Yeah, that. that's yeah. definitely it. Um, but there are moments. I, I think it is that. It's just when I finish it because I spend so much time with it. Like I need to get away from it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't usually. I do come back around and am able to appreciate it or be proud yeah. of it later on. I mean, I don't love my own yeah. work like I love somebody else's work. Where I see someone else's work and, you know, I'm just like, oh my God, that's amazing. How do they do that? I don't feel that way about my own work. And that's because you know exactly what took place and what happened. And it's mm-hmm. hard. You don't, you just don't see it that way. Um, but uh, here's the thing. When people bring up a, a crappy drawing and say, hey, this looks like your work. I bet then you don't hate your work. I bet then you're like, oh no, I'm better than that guy. Uh, you know. So you know what? So here's a, a little tangent on that. I actually have the opposite, where people I'll use so DK and G's icon series. You know, it's very very simple and minimal, but there's so much that goes into that. I yeah. know that as a designer. You know that as an illustrator. So when we look at that, we see how it is very simple, but it's like it's very precise and perfectly simple. Mm-hmm. So people will say like, Oh, you're a designer and illustrator. Like you could do this DKNG series. And like, so technically like, yeah, I might be able to create something similar to that, but it's like they're tr- instead of what your example was showing you a shitty drawing, like, Oh, that's like yours. I would get the opposite where they see like somebody who's at the top of the industry and comparing it to me, I'm like, oh, no, no, you don't understand this at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, but that's so what I mean. That's like, that's but, why the criticism and the praise mean nothing. Yeah. Because it, it devalues the, the whole thing. thing well, because it doesn't you, devalue. It's just that they don't, you know that they don't know. So if you draw a white dog, someone's like, this reminds me of Snoopy. And I'm like, no, it's just because it's a white dog. <laughs> like, it doesn't look like Snoopy at all. But people Idiot. want to make these connections. <laughs> they think that they're being insightful just because they, the first thing that comes to their mind is what they what they say and i think as an artist you hate that you hate comparisons <laughs> like that you hate like oh this looks like so and so's work and things like that i know they're trying to be nice when they say that mm-hmm. but it's it's not it's i just i personally don't like that you know i, I think oh, man. Like i'm gonna do that so much to you now well it's like it, that's a thing like you do in high school or something like when you're young and you haven't done anything and you know mm-hmm. a kid draws something and you go oh that looks just like this you know because usually they're trying to do something oh, to look like right. that and I so people see. just don't know to not say that to somebody who's mm-hmm. no longer doing that again i know the intention is nice but right um, i don't think but most artists hate them. don't want to hear that <laughs> yeah yeah so i don't know but then when you read comments from stuff you're just like mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's write better comments. <laughs> did you do, have anything to add to the, what did you do this week? Um, I started listening to the Crime Junkies podcast. So I'm a big uh, My that Murder one? podcast uh, listener. Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of funny. It's less about the murder. It's more about the personalities and stuff. And it's, it's funny. I like the, the host. It's like we're less about design and more about this. 
yes fun exchange we've got going on now crime junkies is more straightforward where they they it's two women and they um uh they tell a story about uh, a murder you know from the past or something like that they kind of walk through the case sometimes they're cold cases sometimes they're Warm. solved things or something like that or historic more of a historical thing uh, but i just find it and that's all it is they're just telling the story and it's it's kind of interesting i mean they obviously tell it in a like a storyline they don't just say like they don't start with the end or something like that right they tell you like and then here's the interesting part the cousin comes forward and she said you know so it's like that so you're kind of intrigued the whole way i just like that kind of storytelling stuff that's yeah. based in um reality there was another one i was listening to called spooked where everyone tells their ghost stories and i'm always sort of like they're interesting but i'm always skeptical i'm like ah that didn't happen I, so my <laughs> whole thing was this is a good one to bring up during this this yes. is officially unofficially our halloween episode just out of timing but um i'm so skeptical with like it, it's fun to like think about that at times and like kind of want to believe just like it's fun with like Santa Claus and stuff like that, you know, uh, but I'm so skeptical with it. And to me, I always lean on like, there's got to be an explanation for that. Or that you know, didn't like, really happen or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so my whole thing with that is I swear at sometimes I've seen something that wasn't really there. Yeah. And like the analogy that I have or somebody said this somewhere else that like clicked with me. Where it's your your brain will fill in the gaps. So yeah. if you see a shadow somewhere that you can't explain, right, your right. brain will say that was a ghost or that was a thing that walked by and disappeared. So it's not that it did or didn't happen, but your brain will force yourself to make sense of it in a way that makes sense. So right, whether right. that's... But but convincing ghost, yourself that it was a ghost or something. But yeah, the ghost doesn't make sense. Like that's the last explanation I go to. Like you know something. But just, there are some people that believe that, so then their brain will be like, because okay, they want to believe is, that. So that's yeah, what that's how their brain fills in the gaps for them. Right, 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 right. Yeah, no, I mean I have friends that love that stuff, and you know every time something slightly coincidental happens, they get all like freaked out, and then. You know, it <laughs> fell over right when we said it, you know, and so <laughs> like it's stuff like that. I was like, ah. but so um, that's not to say that I am not extremely freaked out after I see a scary movie and like don't want to sleep alone. But see, like I'm afraid <laughs> of Silence of the Lambs, that kind of stuff. That to me mm -hmm. is scary. Uh, the The more ghosty stuff I find like, well, it doesn't seem like real, you know, like mm -hmm. it seems so over the top. Um like uh, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. paranormal activity was kind of creepy because I get creeped out by like house things that look real like that. You know, it looks like footage. Right. <laughs> so that's more fun. But then like you look at something like poltergeist and you're like, well, I don't know. I, I don't feel like that might happen to me in my house, you know, like. Mm -hmm. So Michael Myers from Halloween is would be scarier than Freddy Krueger to you. Yes, yes. Because mm -hmm. Michael Myers is just a killer basically you're a crazy man right right so um but uh if you listen to that podcast as like entertainment as like okay like this is like a story then it's kind mm -hmm. of fun and like okay i can see this as a movie or something but uh that's like did you watch the uh they brought back unsolved mysteries on netflix i haven't watched the new episodes i watched the first 
run of episodes. The, well, Very I, uneven, I only watched, but <laughs> I watched like two or three, and one of them they had an aliens episode. Yeah, um, which is similar. It's like, um, and again, I actually love alien abduction things, but I, I'm very <laughs> skeptical, you know. But I love to hear them. Yeah, and stuff. So. The same. This is same. Um, yeah, that one was interesting. Did you watch uh, the one where the guy fell through the roof? No, oh, I did okay. not. Watch the, the the thing with that show, though, I wish that there were mur- more things that would be entertaining in that format than murders. Because every single one is like a murder and a guy got away or something. Yeah, they don't. It's, right, right. They have the well, one they, alien episode. If but, they get them, then it's not an unsolved mystery. That's <laughs> I know, but I feel like there's got to be other crimes that are like unsolved that would still be interesting well, the, to see um, the story of. The original show did more. It was a little a more child over the abductions, top, and it was uh, it was more creepy though too. Like they try to do more mm. creepy, creepy stories. Like not just like this person was found dead and we don't know who did it. Um, it was more like weird circumstances and things like that. Do you remember the show? I forget the name. It was like Factor Fiction, where they would do. It was like Unsolved Mysteries, but they would have, let's say, like three stories, and, and then at the pick? end, at the end, they'd be like, "Was Joshua falling down the well and getting saved by aliens true or or false?" Yeah. And then they they would be like, "We made this one up," and then the next story would be like, "Was." I don't know. Right. Jared seeing the ghost at the end of the hall, a real story or not. And then it's just. That it's seems so like funny. a big waste of time. It's almost, <laughs> it's, it's like unsolved mysteries meets punked. <laughs> yeah, totally. Eh, I don't know if I'd like that. I'd be mad because I'd be like, oh, I didn't like that story. Of course, that's the real one. Ugh. That's it for me. That's all that I did. Again, see, it's not leaving the house other than like leaving the house for evacuation. Fire. Yeah. Um, Okay. So this one's going to freak you out. I actually went shopping. Where? (laughs) So when I went to drop off your variant prints on the way there and it was actually the way there. Yes. Uh, There's an outdoor outlet there or outlet shopping center the citadel i have never been i always pass it and the traffic sucks right there every single time yeah but um very true yeah i've never been inside so i went to the citadel because i love shoes they've got a nike store there they've got adidas store and they've got under armor outlet so Mm. the only reason i'm sharing this is because well one it's exciting to well not for you because you are deathly afraid of all of these things, mm-hmm. but this is like one of the first shopping experiences I've had yeah. in a while. But going back to my love for Sour Patch Kids, I think you knew, you knew this, or you probably saw this. This came across your radar a long time ago. But Under Armour released; they did a collab with Sour, Sour Patch, Patch Kids Weird. and made these Sour Patch Kids basketball shoes. They had a a lime green colorway and like a pink a peach. Yes. Sort of like an orangish colorway, and then the inside is a repeating pattern of the like a, just a pile of Sour Patch Kids. I did not realize Under Armour did shoes. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> um, so they, yeah, this was something that came out. I want to say like a year ago. Almost yeah. Now. Okay. I mean, I think you showed these to me. Yeah, it was like yeah. a year ago, or maybe like early this year before uh, the pandemic and mm-hmm. everything shut down. And I remember it releasing online and I was like on the fence to get it and I didn't. 
And so when a big shoe or a collab like this happens with Nike, it, it's like Mondo poster. They'll sell out immediately. Mm-hmm. With a lot of the other brands, it's like a slow burn. So if it's going to sell out, you really have like the day before it's all gone. So I saw it earlier and I was in, in the day when these released and I was like, ah, I don't know, maybe I'll wait. And then by like the next time I checked, it was all gone. So now they're starting to pop up in outlets like, you know, mm-hmm. they'll get random returns or funky sizes. Oh, I was walking by the store and I saw it in the window and like my heart skipped a beat. Praying when it's I your size. Thing, I was like, oh, my God, there they are. <laughs> and this is something that like, again, this released originally, I want to say like a year ago or a, a very long time right, ago. Right, right, right. So it was like totally just wasn't thinking about it anymore. I like run into the the Under Armour outlet store, go over to the shoes. They've got like a nice size selection or it looks like there's a bunch of inventory there. Unfortunately, I'm a size 12. It started at 12 and a half. Oh, well. It's close enough. So this is the thing. I tried it on and it is so it's in that like that zone where Mm -hmm. it technically it's a basketball shoe. So if I were to play order wow. exercise in it i would want it to be snug and like tight right, that's how i right. like my performance shoes but this is a collectible <laughs> right so then i'm like okay it is a little loose it's bigger than i would normally have it if i were to wear this as like a lifestyle or casual shoe totally fine it's not like falling off my foot right, um, right. it's just a little bit more room than i normally wear so I did get it, and I will be sharing this on our IG Live one of these days. So you got me some shoes, too, a while back. I'll show those when we uh, – we, I mean, I put them on Instagram, but I'll share those on the next IG Live we got. So you're, you're getting a lot mm. of shoes these days. <laughs> Jared, I've got a cookie problem. I've got a sneaker problem. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. That sounds don't know like what a, to tell you. Yeah. It's usually – You should see in my line of sight – right all now the boxes well actually there's one right there yeah that's, that's a pair of shoes okay and then right over there i've got another three pairs probably do you just uh, scour the web or are you very aware of these like you know shoe newsletters or something like tell you uh, there's there's a handful of different websites there's like so you know squared code we have our own slack channel there are equivalent versions of this for like shoe collectors so what? i'm in a couple of Yes, I when I go, I go hard, Jared. Yes, no kidding. Yeah. So I'm a part of a bunch of different groups. There's a handful of different websites. Um, obviously, there's a bunch of different places that do secondhand selling. Um, usually, it's over retail, especially if it's like a collectible shoe, which I try not to pay over retail for this stuff unless <laughs> it's like one that I really, really want. Is there a whole language for these mint in box, that kind of stuff? Like never yes. worn. And so like. this one, I don't understand it. The shorthand is DS, which stands for dead stock. That means new in box, never worn. Mm. But I don't, I mean, I guess it's, it's like the equivalent of, actually, I don't know. I was trying to make sense of it live. I don't know what dead stock, how that connects mm. to never been worn. But yeah, that means... Everyone, there's there's other versions that I can't think of right now. Um, I don't think I'd buy used yeah. shoes. I just don't think I would. There is one pair that I did buy because 
And they said, and the, it looked really good in pictures, but they said like only war um, once and they're trying to flip it for, for more than retail. But I bought this one because it has a connection to my birthday, wow. which man, now we're going like super deep, dorky. deep in this nerdy yeah. sneaker culture. Uh, okay. So I'll tell the story and then we'll move on to something else or sign off this I my birthday is the same as the Nike Air Max One. We uh, were born, so I was born the same day that these shoes were originally released. That's great. A, f- a few years ago, they did a like a 30th anniversary, or I don't know, it might not have been 30, but an anniversary of uh, this shoe. So Air Max Day, my birthday is Air Max Day. It's an unofficial like sneakerhead holiday. Mm. And for, on one of these Air Max Days, they released a version of the Air Max that has my birthday on it. So ah. this was a shoe that like I had to get. I think so Air I, Max Day is like a floating holiday. Like you don't have to take it off at work. <laughs> it's like Columbus Day. You can if you want. But yeah. um, Air Max Day, that's that's a weird... You must have been so <laughs> happy when you realized that. Were you just oh so excited? Oh my gosh. It's so, then it solidified. So I was like, okay, shoes are kind of fun. I guess I'll start like collecting just the pop culture ones. And then I found that out. I was like, oh, it's over. Like I was born to be uh, into sneaker culture. I was just happy when I found out Daffy Duck has the same birthday as me. That was pretty good. <laughs> That's yeah, I was good with weird. that. Daffy how does, Duck and how, Jennifer Garner. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So Jennifer Garner and I are the exact birthday, though. Oh, Daffy like Duck's me and a the little Air Max bit older. One. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> fun, fun times. Okay, so that's all I have for sneaker talk today. Okay, um, very good. But don't that's... don't think that it's not going to come back again. I think it's just going to um, get worse. Actually, yeah, it's going to get better. Okay, so one other thing that I wanted to talk about was so we brought this up on our IG live. Chris Sakura gave us a bunch of little goodies that he featuring his work so we got like some stickers a postcard Sakara. Um, but i think it's Sakara, isn't it oh man i should have just said cks design <laughs> now now i feel like a jerk i'm sorry chris i don't know how to say your last name you one of us got it right one of us got it wrong or we both got it wrong that's that right that's fun. a good possibility too yeah <laughs> um but so really quick i wanted to talk about this because again anytime i see an opportunity to talk about design being as we are supposed to be a design podcast, uh, I want to take advantage of that. So he sent this to us. I think this is a great way to like, so he didn't send it to just us. He sent it to a lot of people. Yes. And the strategy here. It wasn't special. (laughs) No, the strategy is that like everybody he sends it to, I think, I don't know if everyone did, but a lot of them posted it because I saw through his stories that he reposted it. So, Mm He, this is a clever way and not very uh, expensive to get your work out into a broader audience. So mm. he, there's potential for him or for Square Co to hire him. So there's one layer where he's sending uh, basically like a little mini portfolio of his capabilities and what his style looks like to an agency that may be able to use him someday. So there's mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Then on top of that, we talked about it on our IG live and then another layer, all the other people that he sent it to would share it. So he's reaching a broader audience and getting more eyeballs on it that 
than he normally would. So whether or not it's that he sent it to people like me that have the potential to hire him for something or a project down the line, or if he's just building his audience and getting uh, more views on him and his work, I thought it was a clever way to sort of get your name out there and grow, build your brand awareness a little bit. Uh, you young people, you young people just crack me up. This, <laughs> this, is, this shows how far we've come. This used to be the nightmare that we used to have to do. This used to be, you used to have to send out mailers and postcards and try to get oh, I'm not saying that in, like in, I haven't experienced this. I'm trying to give our friends people. a little bit of praise here. Oh, no, for sure, for sure. But I'm just <laughs> saying like, oh, we were so happy when the internet came along. You don't have to do these mailers anymore. You can just email people stuff. And now it's like snail mail. What's this? Mm. How fun. It's, <laughs> it's gone email. so far that it's come back around. That's again. right. Exactly. Um, but no, when I, I was working at idea. the Mazda agency, we would get a lot of what, what you're talking about. It's yeah. like little catalogs or just a one Packets. sheet yeah. that has a bunch of different stuff. I know... Um, Jared Shore, he did this. Mm -hmm. uh, like he made a little postcard with his paper cutouts and would like send that out. Um, that's still a good practice too. But yeah, yeah I, it's just, it's difficult sometimes because yeah, you just, you have to get the address. You have to get the name of the art mm -hmm. director. I mean, there are things where you can have all this directories for this kind of stuff. Right. Um, but it used to be difficult because now it's, it's interesting because not everybody does it. But before, you'd have stacks of these things, you know, yeah, just piles of them. And, and if they even, you know, you had to stand out so much because there were 500 other people doing exactly what you're doing, you know. So um, I so I think, yeah, doing something like stickers or, or those kinds of things, you know, it's like a trade show, just like at a trade show, you'd have a bunch of stuff out for people to take, hoping that mm -hmm. they take this koozie that has your company name on it. And now people are seeing that. Um, but yeah, I think it's a, I think it's definitely a good idea to say hard part now is asking people for their address <laughs> <laughs> because I don't have a PO box and it's Chris. I don't care if he has my address, but I do get sometimes people who I don't know. They're like, I want to send you this thing. Can I get your address? And I'm like, ah, <laughs> you can use uh, uh, ours. I have a, a I think maybe I'll, I'll I do the squared code PO box. Send it a squared go. They represent yeah. me. Cause, um, cause uh, I mean, for that same reason. And also, I didn't want Squared Co. to have my residential address, so I have right, a, right, a PO right. that the is the official Squared Co. Like that's our headquarters. It's happened to me twice. Like last two places I lived were, um, like at the last house that you went to, um, like just out of the blue, I had uh, cookies show up at my house, and I didn't know. I mean, I the the person signed it and everything, but I didn't know them. You know, I had never met them, and they somehow got my address which i guess isn't too difficult to get if you really want to um but that kind of i was like oh that's kind of jarring <laughs> like to see something show up um but yeah so i need to get i need to take care of that again did you eat them yes <laughs> <laughs> uh i love cookies so much i don't even care if they were poisoned i would have probably just devoured You'd be like them. vomiting and be like well i like the uh, chocolate chip ones but the oatmeal <laughs> ones a little dry a little dry uh, do you like a chewy cookie or a crunchy cookie oh my goodness i can't even i like a chewy crunchy you know it's kind of crunchy but kind of chewy like not, uh, the outside if the outside is like crunchy soft. the center is chewy that's good i don't like a soft cookie 
But yeah. it depends too. So like if you're going to buy one from a bakery that's like obviously after the fact that they've made it, it's going to get, it's not going to be that warm softness that if you were to pull it straight out of the right, oven. Right, 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 right. So the expectations kind of change for me depending on when. Dough and Arrow does a really good job with that because they're not too thick, you know, like they're they're kind of a thinner cookie. They're not like I, I have to be in a certain mood for them because they are very sweet and mm-hmm. very doughy. So mm-hmm. like I oh, yeah, it's such a problem because I, again, you could almost cook those me, again. I'll you just almost destroy bake them. You could yeah. almost put those in the oven and, and do it. I did get a cookie that that's what you were supposed to do. It was those rainbow pride cookies. My friend said, mm. um, oh, were you supposed to cook those? Because I just ate it straight out of the thing. No, you didn't have to, but you could oh. microwave it for like, it's always this weird, like four and a half seconds. Um, or you could put it in the oven but. for a little bit and it just kind of heated it up. Because that mm. was a very soft, thick cookie too. Like, Oh, yeah. I just devoured that one. Like you couldn't even like take it out of the package. But that thing had so much food coloring in it. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Thing. That was like almost neon colored. Yes. And you saw it again. So, yeah, it was a little too much food coloring. So anyway, okay, we're done with cookies. We're all, all right. done. That's all I have for today. But I we are going to do IG Live again. I'm thinking probably Sunday again. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe. But I do have some fun goodies to share on the next uh, IG Live that we Excellent. do. So all right. sure I'll have to, to find some stuff. To tune in to that. If you aren't already following us, which if you're listening to this, I'm sure you are, but... Follow us on Instagram to keep up to date with all of our IG Live sessions. It seems like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong or if you don't like this, but Sunday morning is like the day and time that we have been doing these. I don't know if that'll stick, uh, but that's kind of what we have been doing so far at least. We'll figure something out, yeah. These are the rough ones that we're going to hate. Jared doesn't want to commit to that. Talk about hating your work after the fact. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I cringe. I will never rewatch those, but it's fun while you do it. And it's just one of those things that I, right, yes, right. I, I got to get my audio re-watch. figured out. My audio is all quiet. And you're like booming voice. And I'm over there like, I think it's because like I'm, I'm trying to make, like, I try so hard to be heard that I fear, like, uh, I don't know, I go over, like, I project further and interesting like make my voice louder than i probably needs to be or it could just be the microphones on our different phones yeah i don't know (laughs) all righty uh that is it for today thank you so much for listening we will see you later